Ladies and gentlemen, I have big news going forward here. I have GT and Connor as my two co-hosts moving forward. I think the addition of their perspectives and their mindsets on topics just adds more relatable content for you guys to listen to. This episode in episode 12, we the topic we discussed was perfectly imperfect, how people in their 20s was kind of molded by social media and honestly all media to try to chase perfection or be this perfect person and how the reality is, well, simply not that. We talk about how to keep yourself in check and to kind of realize when you're trying to chase this false reality and how sometimes chasing perfection can actually be beneficial. There's lots of great stuff in this episode, and I think you guys will enjoy the addition of my two fantastic co-hosts. Also, listen to the end, because in the last two minutes, there's a blooper. I accidentally left the recording session, and the two of them were still in there, and they were kind of talking some smack about me. Hope you guys like this episode. So without further ado, let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk 20s, episode 12. I'm switching it up on you guys. You, you, you don't know what I'm going to do next. But from here on forward, I think I'm going to try a little bit different of a format. Instead of it being one-on-one with a guest, I am deciding to bring along GT and Connor here to be co-hosts. And hopefully this trio will stay consistent for every episode. And then occasionally we'll have a guest as the fourth person in. But we're going to change it up and see how it goes. So, fellas, what's going on? Man, I'm excited, dude. This is what I want. This is my third. Holy cow. Oh, my but, God. Man, I know this is my third one now, but I'm excited, man. Excited to get to know Connor more and let's yeah. have fun and let's let's dive into these, man. Congrats what about you, Connor? One, GT. This is only my second one. I'm Man, he'll get there, baby. You'll get there. Yeah, I'll graduate <laughs> to your level one day. Hey, no, it's not even that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. Thanks for having us, Tanner. Seriously, man. Absolutely. I really appreciated you thinking of us with this. It's, it meant a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, man. I, I think it's going to be a, a great addition to the podcast, kind of vamp it up a little bit. And, you know, it's it's always great to get a, a third POV into a certain topic. You know, I hate to admit that sometimes I think a little linearly, but it's always great to have different personalities and different perspectives on things. You know, the more the merrier in that aspect. But today's topic, fellas imperfectly perfect or vice versa perfectly imperfect kind of discussing how a lot of people are chasing the idea of trying to reach perfection or think that you know they're these awful people because they're not perfect and you know society kind of brought us up at least uh, millennial generation that you have to be perfect in the view of others and social media kind of double down on that so i think this will be a great episode to kind of talk about that, break it down and, and share our thoughts on that. So what do you guys think? Absolutely. I'm excited to do this because we talked a little bit about this in episode 10 and I'm, I'm very excited to see what Connor thinks and just uh, all of us get together, three beautiful minds together talking about a great topic. Absolutely. It's, it's like a, it's a really interesting mindset and perspective to think about like why we even started thinking this way in the first place so I'm, I'm just curious to see like what y'all's thoughts are and how our generation and all of these people even got here in the first place like 
how do we find ourselves in this situation where yeah. we, we keep thinking about ourselves like that, you know? So it'll be fun to break it down, definitely. Well, you guys both had the same mindset on the first question I had for you both, which is why do you think people have this need to be perfect, specifically people in their 20s to kind of carry on the theme of this episode? But uh, Connor, I want you to answer first with this one. What do you What do you have for this? Well, yeah, I saw this question and I... I mean, the first thing that I thought of, you know, we, we talked about this in your first episode, Tanner, you know, like the pressure of like what happens after college, right? And what's supposed to happen next and what you're supposed to do, right? When you're done with college, right? And so it's like, as we as we start to get into our 20s, we have this path that we've been following for years and years. We've been following school, then we've been following college. And everybody thinks that in order to be successful in this world, you have to have this path that you got to follow, whether you choose to go into, I don't know, accounting, you go be a doctor, go be a lawyer or whatever, right? And there's like this like set path that you got to follow. And we're told from a very young age, and it's like, it's, I don't want to say we're brainwashed, but we're we're, it's like repeated in our minds over and over and over again that we have to like keep following this path. And so I think as we start to discover ourselves more after we get out of the school system and start to like figure out more of ourselves in our 20s, it's like we keep having this rigorous path for ourselves. And so it's like we're conditioned to feel the need to be perfect because we've been brought up that way with how we were raised and how like society has like formed us as kids to follow this path. That was the first thing that I thought of. And then you see all these successful people in the world too, that you maybe look up to with your career path, for example, and you're like, oh, they must have followed the path perfectly. So I have to follow it perfectly. And then you compare yourself. So I think those two things alone, at least to start off like the question, those were like the first two things I thought of is you compare yourself to people who go on the same path as you as, oh, they did it perfectly, so I got to do it. And then it's just, we're conditioned to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would I would say I completely agree with both of those things. I think that comparing with not only people that are on the same path as you, but also, you know, completely different journeys. And you, you, like, you like see these famous, let's say rappers, for example, that, you know, they're flexing having... Three hundred thousand dollars, you know, in their their music video or whatever on their YouTube video or even on their social media, and you're like, oh man, they they're perfect. They got their stuff together. I I want to be like that. Or man, I wish I had that three hundred thousand dollars. So even yes, the people that have the same path as you, but even people who are completely irrelevant or, or you know these celebrities, I I don't think they really help the mix either. But GT, what do you got to add to that too, man? So absolutely, I completely agree with Connor and y'all on that. I think it's crazy how society really tries to mold people into what it wants. And that's where people need to find how everyone's definition of perfect is completely different. And Mm -hmm. perfection is not followed the same way with everybody in the world. Because when you look at it, every single person has a completely different situation with parents, family, social life, community, and you can keep going and the line goes on and on and on like a scroll. And you'll never have something completely the same. So finding the little things where to chase quote unquote perfection 
is wrong because everyone has a different definition. So it's finding your definition of perfection. That's what I thought of. I thought of what Connor said with community and what society wants us to be. But instead of being a mold to others, why not create our own mold into who we want to be and what we should be and pursuing your purpose like our last podcast. Yeah. Well, and to be completely clear, there is no such thing as a perfect person. Absolutely um, as, not. As much as mm-hmm. I would love to say, you know, my role models or my parents or even my girlfriend, there's no such thing as a perfect individual. And that's the, the beauty of of life and getting to get to be friends with other people that are either similar or different than you. You kind of pick mm-hmm. up on other people's you know, personality traits and realize that everyone has flaws, but everyone is unique and special in their own way. But to go along those lines about imperfections and imperfect people, what can imperfections show you about yourself? GT, I'll let you start with this one. So I thought about this one a lot. Going off of the molds, we create our own mold imperfections could be characteristics personality sense of humor laugh i mean anything and everything and i think that just being you and what you want to be out for is perfect in a way so i think that you know you can consider them flaws slash imperfections but they're like physical psychological but they're different in everyone in this earth and there's what close to eight billion people in this world now over eight billion so it's a lot of different characteristics yeah so i think those flaws imperfections make us unique i think every little imperfection is honestly beautiful Absolutely. Connor, what you got, man? Dude, that, yeah, GT, you, you hit it right on the money. Like, I absolutely agree with you. And I, I love that you focused on perfection and how it's defined really should be different based on who you are as a person. Because like you said, nobody's the same. And your imperfections can paint a picture of who you truly are. You know, one of my one of my favorite quotes when I think about perfection and imperfection, I think about mistakes a lot when I think about that, right? Because we think when we make a mistake or we have a weakness, that's like a bad thing. But one of my favorite quotes I've heard from Bob Ross is there are no mistakes, only happy little accidents. Amen. And it's like it's such a beautiful thing to try to embrace your imperfections and your quote unquote weaknesses because you can't change them. You're born with them. And maybe those things that are considered imperfections or weaknesses are just a byproduct of the society that you're in. It's up to you to figure out what you want to do with that. And it's up to you to use those things to define yourself. So you can really learn a lot about yourself if you embrace your imperfections and you fully understand them, because then you'll get a full picture of who you are. And I think you'll find a level of deep understanding with yourself that you might have avoided in the first place if you just try to be perfect all the time. Yeah. So I think you really hit it on the money, GT. I, I, I think embracing how different we are and embracing and maybe even looking at it in a different way that they're not even imperfections. They're just 
our thing, you know, whether or not somebody thinks it's an, an imperfection, you know, maybe they're not meant to be there in your life in the first place. If they think it's an imperfection, you know, somebody else might not think it's a mistake or an imperfection about you. You know, it's all about perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. And to add to that too, if we were all perfect, then why would we need each other? You know, if I was so perfect and I didn't need my plumber to come out and fix something in my house, then I, I don't need that person. I don't need to interact and make these relationships with others. And that's the beauty of the vulnerability of everyone kind of needing each other in this like coexisting thing that we call life when people come and go in our life. We need other people. That's why we're all not perfect. We need each other. And that can go for any kind of relationship with a person, whether it's a friend or let's say we're attracted to this girl because she's so driven and has such a great work ethic and we're different because that's something that we need to work on is our work ethic. So if we were all perfect, we wouldn't need each other. And that's the beauty of being flawed or like you said, Connor, happy little accidents. It's a way for us to feel vulnerable, but also feel loved by others because we're needed. Mm. So to talk about that, my last question for you guys, before I let you guys kind of ask your own is how does someone feel comfortable being vulnerable? You know, how how does someone feel comfortable in their own skin if they think that they're not perfect and they're trying to achieve this never ending cycle of perfection? So I'll let GT start this one. Okay. So, oh man, I could go on about this for a long time. And you know this firsthand, Tanner how growing up I put on a fake face and persona and that's why 20s are very important years for us in being vulnerable because a lot of people try to act as if they have everything figured out which we've talked about in all these podcasts and even going all the way back to the first podcast with Connor you know you get out of college and like Connor said, society tries to mold people. How can people be themselves and be vulnerable? You can't be vulnerable at that point. But I think when you accept vulnerability at an earlier age, you grow faster and you learn more about yourself than any others. And that correlates to maturity but it's tough mm-hmm. because everyone matures at a different rate. But Amen. I think being vulnerable is where you really get to learn more and experience more and not just exist, but live more. Mm-hmm. And I think better comes through being vulnerable and being uncomfortable because that girl that you think, man, she's good looking. I, I love our conversation, she cares about me, I care about her. I'm going to shoot my shot. You never know. You got to be vulnerable. You have to take that leap of faith and you have to be confident in it. You can't hesitate because Lord help you if you hesitate and start stuttering because then that's lack of confidence. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) We've all been there. Exactly. But don't be happy with where you are and on that island that you're on. Because if you take that leap of faith and swim maybe a couple miles, you could find an absolute utopia. 
I got sharks on my ass, bro. Of... Hey, better get the swimming big miles. Man. Couple miles, bro. That fuck that. I'll stay on my island. Gonna be built after that swim. I tell you, <laughs> no kidding, bro. Now that girl won't stutter. For Utopia, are you kidding me? Connor, what you gotta add to that, bro? For for Utopia, I would do anything, but like we said. You know, utopia is your own definition of what utopia is for you. So who knows what utopia is for me? Maybe I would ski to utopia instead of swim. I don't know. But I thought about this question and I kind of touched on it a little bit with my answer before, but it's weird that being vulnerable and being open is almost viewed not always, but in certain situations, it's like viewed as weakness. Like, especially I think with, with men and with toxic masculinity, for example, I think us showing our emotions, us being open, us crying, us expressing our emotions is looked at sometimes negatively because like we've had to bear this burden of not showing that and being strong and being strong-willed and and having that ideal image of what a man is supposed to be. But being vulnerable is more strong than just acting strong because you have to come to terms with yourself before you can be vulnerable. And you have to you have to embrace yourself before you can be vulnerable and feel comfortable doing that. And in order to feel comfortable with it, you have to just accept who you are regardless of how you feel about it you can't change it you know that that's how i think people feel comfortable is learn everything you can about yourself and you take those leaps of faith so that you can learn things about yourself kind of like gt was honing in on don't be afraid be confident and in in doing so you will find out more about yourself than you could ever know and you'll learn to be comfortable being vulnerable. And so you're not afraid to be vulnerable, especially to the people that matter. Like this fictional girl that we keep talking about. Like, guys, is there shout somebody her, in bro. mind? Yeah, I mean, shout out to her. Shout out to her. Like, shout out to my girl, baby. Mm. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, man, oh yeah. I love you, baby. <laughs> I love you wherever you are. I, uh, He's downstairs. I, I would agree with you. And the beauty about it is, not even necessarily having to change, you know, if you're uncomfortable about something, not even physically changing what you want to change, but turning that mindset itself and being more accepting of yourself, more comfortable in your skin, that itself, before you even actually work on yourself, does wonders to your mentality and how you physically view yourself and everything like that. So if you're not feeling comfortable being vulnerable, the best thing to do is just look at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are who you are. And sure, you can improve yourself physically and do better in school and this and that. But who you are as an individual, your soul, your core, your principles, your morals, yourself, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, this is who I am. And people are going to love me and hate me, but at least I'm being who I truly am. So when you Mm -hmm. feel vulnerable, don't immediately think, oh, man, I have to change this and this about myself. More so think of ex- being more accepting and showing more self-love because that is the first step before you make that change. Be more accepting of yourself and realize where you have yep. to go. To so add, on, yeah, to go add on to this because it was, it was on my mind. So you talk about vulnerability and mm-hmm. I think it's a mindset People think, oh, at this age, it's going to happen. 
That's absolutely incorrect. People go through different things, and that's why I think people that grow up in hard situations where they have to grow up quicker, their vulnerability is already past what they can handle, and they have to Mm. already go into something like that. God forbid, you know, let's talk 20s. You get out of college, boom, God forbid, family member or something, right? Yeah. Like automatically, you have to grow up even faster. You know, that's yeah. something that I was really thinking about with you. And also with what Connor was talking about and being a man, I think that is something that every single one of us, you know, struggle with. But being able to come out of your shell, be vulnerable like he talked about and how you talked about it on top of it, that's where we find those little things and grow, like y'all said, and we become more of the man that may not be what other people want us to be, but the man that we want and need to be in life. Yep. I would agree with that. And also I know there actually are some women that listen to the podcast. So we're men obviously, and we know the stereotypes with men, but don't get it twisted. There is most certainly stereotypes with women and you guys have your own struggles and are viewed, you know, in certain ways that obviously are not supposed to be acceptable, but unfortunately are the normal. Right. And so not, we're obviously talking about men, but women go through their own societal obstacles and challenges into early adulthood. And I just want to let you know that you're also valued on this podcast. Absolutely. We love you ladies and y'all go through more than we ever know. And literally it's, yeah, it's crazy. You yeah. know, I'll talk to my girlfriend. Connor names Addison, so if I say Addison, you That's know what I'm talking know. about. But she'll talk to me throughout the day and comments, words, people walking around staring. It's it's crazy because no yeah. one's gonna say that to us guys because they no. know if you come if you don't come correct. Trust me, we're going to have to correct you. But ladies, <laughs> Harry, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say, because you're, you're bringing it up and to add on to it, like just for example, this last weekend, I had a friend that I went out with to a bar and she she's a super sweet, super nice person. She's very talkative. And so she talks to people in public a lot. And we were at a bar and she talked to this guy and he thought she was flirting with him and she wasn't, she was just trying to make a friend and get to know, get to know him a little bit. And he took it the wrong way. And she tried to be vulnerable and talk about some things as well. And he took it as her like flirting and hitting on him. And I like, like Tanner said, we're all guys. Like we, we don't understand it completely, obviously, but it's gotta be so frustrating to, try to be yourself and your intentions no matter what you do like yep. while you're trying to be vulnerable or just being yourself are going to get misinterpreted and, yeah. and that happens of course more for women like three five times ten times however many times for women way more than it does guys because it's not fair for that so absolutely yeah. Tanner, i'm glad you brought yeah, that up yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that i could talk about that but yeah. a much farther tangent but i want uh, connor i want you to go through a few of your questions that you have for GT and I. Sure. Yeah. I actually had one that kind of came up as we were talking about it. It was 
kind of going back to Tanner's first question, why do people feel the need to be perfect? And we, we touched on it a little bit, and I think Tanner mentioned it briefly. So Tanner, I'd like you to start. How much of a role do you think social media has changed our definitions of perfection? And how has it influenced specifically like more recent generations and our standards of perfection? I, it's... It's so tough, bro, because here's how I feel. Like, if you really, and this is probably going to be a hot take, but like, even if you break it down to early adulthood, right? These girls, since we were just talking about women, these girls, man, they, they idolize these Disney princesses and their perfect life or living in this big castle and everything's great. Well, some of them, the stories are not great, but you know what I'm trying to get at. Mm -hmm. And so these girls idolize these princesses and then they grow up. And then they see these teen movies of these girls in high school falling in love with the person of their life and this and that, and their life was perfect, but they had to be this tall, this skinny, you know, have these certain physical features, you know, yada, yada. And then you get social media and then what are the girls that are getting the most likes and comments and DMs and all this and that? It's the pretty girls, a certain physique. Um, yeah, it is. You know, a lot of a lot of their upbringing is based on physical looks, and so when a lot of women are brought into the workforce, and they bring more to the table than looks, you know, they're either second guessing, even other women. Yeah, even other women, bro. And so that's for the woman perspective, and then for the guys, you know, you you grow up on the superheroes that can punch through walls and save the world. And then you get into the teen movies and it's, you know, Twilight and it's Taylor Lautner with the six pack. And you're like, Oh my God, I want to be a, a werewolf when I'm older too. Thanks, Lautner. Yeah. Shout out to Taylor Lautner. And then, you know, <laughs> same thing with the, the guys on social media, bro. It's the guys who are getting all the girls who has the most money. You know, you got to be this influencer. You got to have this car, this crib, you know, all this shit. So it's like the celebrities, and how the opposite gender responds to who's posting or who's getting the most likes. So how the girls are responding to these rappers, NBA stars, et cetera, and how the guys are responding to these Instagram models makes that the opposite sex, you know, feel kind of, if you're just an average Joe like me, it makes you feel a little, you know, at times feel a little, a little vulnerable. So yeah, social media has played a, a big role in terms of kind of idolizing this ultra 1% of the population. And if you let that get to your head and you try to achieve that six pack and, and, you know, try to be this rich person and that's not who you are at your core, I feel like that kind of takes away from who you want to be yourself and yeah. your own principles you're trying to chase. So yeah, that that's kind of like my negative view on social media and kind of like how social media is kind of altered the people that grew up on it like us you know people our age people in their 20s that kind of unfortunately were the pioneers of the social media so that's my answer i'm sorry for it being so long no no don't apologize that's that's a that's a fantastic answer i think media in general before it got so popular with the internet and everything of course has always impacted these kind of standards and people have always compared themselves but just with our in highly increased access to it now it just happens so much more and i think it's just gotten more and more negative too i mean i don't think it's a controversial opinion here obviously maybe some people would feel differently gt how do you how do you feel about it man oh so i touched on it 
with Tanner a little bit in previous episode, Pursue Your Purpose, but mainly in t- 10th episode and how it's okay to not be okay and everything and just breathe. I could go on forever, but I think Tanner really hit it on the head. It's could be used for good or bad and how people use it is where it goes unfortunately yeah people now like girls they'll post thirst traps yeah. and guys you know taking money out of their bank account getting all ones and hiding them like they really think they're something like hey my man i know those are ones because i just saw you working at Publix, but I think it absolutely can be used for bad purposes and putting on that fake persona. Like I said in episode, what, yeah, episode 10 and episode yeah. 11. But also, you can use it for good and to empower those around you. And I think that's up to the person to subconsciously look and seek after the good instead of the bad because it's extremely easy to fall into bad habits or fall into the bad stuff yeah because that's where everyone else is going to but that's why the one percent are the one percent and that's why the people who are happy with life those are the people that you need to talk to and those are the ones that don't fall into the bad because they know it's bad but they want better for themselves so i think it's all about how you use it for either good or bad and like y'all said, we were pioneers of this. We are dealing with it and yeah. we get to see all the changes because and people who wanted to do rappers, social media has helped the rapper platform. Oh yeah. Like nobody's business. If mm-hmm. TikTok has made random people popular for a noise of random look. Yeah. And I think it's just crazy that we're the pioneers and we see all these little things with social media and how people think, oh, this is perfect. But it's not perfect because, like we said earlier, happy little mistakes, like you said, Connor, Mm -hmm. or those specific characteristics make someone in their eyes the perfect thumb. Or the better them. I can see that perspective. I definitely think there's there's good things about it. I mean, it's just so nice. I mean, that we have something like this, for example. We're all in different places, and I don't think the, I don't think this would have been possible had not like people found a way to want to talk to each other in this kind of setting where we can like record ourselves and just talk like this. You know, like social media made something like this possible, just this podcast alone, for example. So just like the whole outreach and being able to express yourself. And and then I think you brought up a really great point for certain people's careers, like who never would have been famous and who should have their work put out there. Absolutely. It, it's such a beautiful thing. I, I'll touch briefly on it. Like for me, I think I lean probably a little more towards your side, Tanner. Like you said, GT, I agree with you. It depends on how you use it. But I do think that we look at people's highlight reels in life now rather than look at their movie or hear about their movie. That's kind of the way I think about it. I like that. Ooh, like, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it, it's like we, we see the highs, you know, we see the, we see the destination, we see the, the big celebration moments. And that's great because, 
you want to celebrate those things in life and you want to make people feel good about those things. But it's almost like that's how we've started defining ourselves is the destination and looking for the destination rather than like, what was the journey? You know, how long did it take that person to get there? How many years did they struggle and have nothing? Did they even have nothing? Was it all given to them? I mean, we don't know. We just see the end result at the end of the day. And we we only see the highlight that people want us to see. So I think that it's impacted standards of perfection because you can selectively choose how you're viewed. And because that's the only way that you would be exposed to certain people in life. It starts to make you compare yourself a little bit. And it kind of leads me to my next question, which I, I guess I'll go into now. How much do you guys think perfection has to do with comparing ourselves to other people? Why don't you start this one? How much do you think it has to do with that? Oh my gosh, everything. I It is sad. Yeah. It's sad to see how society everyone was so happy with everything because we found what we love to do we i i know us specifically in in your 20s people in their 20s right now i'm sure can relate to this we did not have the toys the games the consoles (laughs) social media that all these kids have nowadays so and people get to flex that on social media and they're comparing each other like, oh, I have a PS5. You got a what? PS4? Oh, you suck. It's like, <laughs> my man, it's only been out for a year. What are you talking about? So right. people trying to always one-up each other is ridiculous. And I think it's annoying. And like you said earlier, people try to have that perfect life and be better than other people and that's where we see on social media and people compare themselves and i talked with tanner on this i want to say a little bit on a previous podcast where people compare themselves to others and they're not happy it's sad to see everyone comparing each other instead of them being their true selves and that's what makes a community a community and different views and perspectives is what makes a very successful community and a very successful company, friend group, because each one in here, you see GT Fletcher, you see Tanner Perry, and you see Connor Lawson. Yeah, we're all buddies, and we love talking with each other and on these topics, but we're very different people, and that's why people like to come listen to different things, and they want different views. Yeah, absolutely, man. I like that you brought us into this too. Like, absolutely. We all come from different backgrounds. Like we all come from different places and we're not comparing ourselves to each other and how we're talking about this stuff. We all have our own strengths and in what we bring just to this conversation alone. And if we can look at his podcast like that, then absolutely. Like people can find that in themselves when they keep comparing themselves to other people. So I really liked that, that you made it very personal. Tanner, what about you, man? I think you can compare yourself to others as much as you want to. And I think that's the end result of how much you care about how others view you or the impact that has on your own personal life. Your definition of perfection or being perfect in your eyes might be different than me being perfect. Your perfect life could be living on a cow farm in Texas and I could be being the richest person in the world. 
Mm. So everyone's different definition of perfect plays a a part about that. But I think obviously comparing yourself to others and everyone trying to one up each other definitely adds, you know, feel to the fire. It definitely makes the situation much worse. But I feel like it's ultimately your perspective on how much of that you want to apply to your own personal life or if you truly do want to compare yourself to others. But mm-hmm. definitely plays a significant role to you know, 99.9% of people for sure. Oh yeah. I think on top of that, I think when you stop comparing, that's where the growth and being perfectly imperfect or imperfectly perfect, that's Mm -hmm. where the growth is. And that's something that is essential and needed Yeah, for each and every person, both males and females. That's right. That's right. Or however you choose to identify. Like, exactly, yeah. you know. Hey, exactly. Now, nowadays in society, we love you all, man. I'm gonna get uh, in trouble because you made me laugh by that. Not, not by what you said, but just I wasn't expect. I wasn't expecting that one. I'm sorry. No, no, I had to throw it in. And I love what you said. Like that's where growth comes from, GT. Because, like you said earlier, we all are so different from each other, and we all should have our own definitions of perfections just for ourselves because we're all so different and we need to just embrace that about ourselves so in order to really grow you have to embrace that and have your own definition of perfection and you alluded to that and i think that's i think that's brilliant so yeah i i love that i don't, I don't want to take up too much with my questions gt i know you had a couple of questions did you want to share them with us my friend absolutely let's do it guys so this actually this is a great one. I'm glad we did it the way because these all are lining up great. So is chasing perfection. Uh, you know what, Tanner? I know you fairly more than I do, Connor. So I want to see what Connor got mm-hmm. first. Yeah. So Connor, is chasing perfection, mm-hmm. you can take this as is it helping you or is it hurting you or is it in both ways? Just kind of me getting to understand you more. And for our audience, because this is now a trio, you get to deal with three of us on a regular basis. (laughs) So Good luck to our audience. No, I'm just kidding. But, oh, man, it's it's been a pleasure, GT. Seriously, if if you're talking about me personally, oh, that's a a good question. You know, this has a little bit to do with one of the questions that I had written down previously, and it was like, what what is the difference between like self-discipline and self-perfection you know and like in chasing perfection i think you can find discipline along the way so that you know how to discipline yourself meet your own schedule you know make yourself a budget for example so i think it can help like in that aspect but for me and i think a lot of people i think it hurts me far more because i'm my own biggest critic and so if i chase perfection and I don't hit the goal that I had in mind, I am so hard on myself that I mm-hmm. almost do nothing because I didn't I didn't meet that goal that I had for myself. Yes. Yes, like, yes, yes. like I for example, I'm I'm trying to teach myself acoustic guitar right now because I have to go audition at school of music on a chordal instrument for this new major i'm going into and i i don't know how to play acoustic super well so i i set a schedule for myself last week i forgot to meet the schedule and i had a horrible day i let it affect my whole mood i was like i can't believe i didn't meet it 
I, I didn't play, I didn't practice yesterday. I really need to stick to it. And I was so hard on myself and that hurt me the whole day. Like that hurt my mood, that hurt my emotions. I, I work with kids now. I didn't have a good day with the kids because I wasn't focused on that. And so for me, because I chased something that was unobtainable in the first place, it completely hurt me. So I think it can help, but for me, it hurts me more than it helps me. I love that. I completely agree with you. And you just said it unattainable. You'll see that a lot of people would say how that to them means perfection is unattainable because perfection is not a one set thing that we've talked about multiple times. But I think that was very beautiful to see how your personal example, and that's why I asked, because for people to come on this podcast, they need to hear different examples, in my opinion, need to hear different examples. And that's why I'm going to go straight over to Tanner. And that's a beautiful one, because I'm sure I know Tanner's not playing an acoustic guitar. I promise you that one. (laughs) So fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I know he's not doing that. So Surprise, we're doing it together. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, hey it's going to be the three musketeers out here playing acoustic before you know it. For G-G. you, Tanner, is chasing perfection helping you or hurting you? Well, my definition of perfection has changed over the years. <clears throat> and something I had to learn the hard way is I need to stop chasing perfection and I need to start chasing what the best I can do is. There is a difference of what my standards and what I want to achieve is and then the reality of what I am physically able to achieve. In a previous episode, I, I talked about how I, well, and I still do. Right now, I don't have too much stuff outside work going on, but when I was in college, I would do a to-do list of everything I had to achieve. And over time, I started to realize that I was doing stuff from when I woke up to you know when I was about to go to bed. And yeah, it's rewarding to do all this stuff and check everything off my list. But why do I have so much shit on my list? And I realized that I was giving myself too much to do. And if I didn't accomplish that long list, daunting list every single day, then I would feel empty on the inside, similar to how Connor felt about the acoustic guitar. So once I had that epiphany, my kind of mindset changed from instead of trying to chase this kind of idea of perfection, I'm more so trying to achieve what's the best that Tanner can do today and how do I achieve that? So I didn't necessarily lower my standards. I more so kind of changed my way of going about chasing this perfection quote unquote and since then i've had a much more healthy relationship with myself and then also a much more healthy relationship with my work ethic and it's made my goals more digestible and easier for me to feel accomplished and not be so hard on myself so i would say does chasing perfection help you or hurt you i would say it hurts you if you have that mindset of chasing perfection and now if you switch that around and more so think does chasing the best version of yourself or does, you know, daily work on yourself help you or hurt you? I would say that helps you. Yeah, I completely Mm -hmm. agree with that. And I think 
because I know me personally, I'd always contact you in college and still do. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Connor did it at same, and he and I both probably thought the same thing. Man, he never just takes a just breathe. Oh, Relax. No. Oh, it's yeah, I agree. You're doing so much and trying to be everything everywhere. We love you. Oh, we love you. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> but boy, we could never get a hold of you because God forbid we try to call you and then something happens. It's like, dude, I swear I'm about to drive to Auburn. <laughs> but no, that I was think- just UGT. Yeah, it was probably he just <laughs> no he didn't answer his call. No, I, no. I know, and it, no, it's funny I know. You bring it was because you. yeah, because Connor would not disturb. Connor would say the same thing to me too. It's funny you brought that up, but yeah, I, it, it's something I'm working on, and I have been working on. I think right now I'm a lot better, and yes. in addition to that, I think what I've achieved within the last few years overall has been more significant than when I was so hard on myself and, and had that chasing perfection mindset, but sorry to interrupt you, but I, I just, I had to crack a joke, but no, nah, absolutely. I love it. I think me personally as well, perfection, both helping and hurting, we covered it. And I think for me personally, I always, assigned baseball as who I was and that was completely wrong of me and I should have never done it but I did can't take the past away I can only learn from my past but I'm happy that I did do that now because I see the beauty and art and learning and the growth from that and the process to get to where I am because Mm -hmm. of that is beautiful and that's going off of what Connor said earlier boy and that was a good quote that hit me deep I got the chills when he said this how everyone it's a highlight tape we see the destination the end of a movie but we don't see what leads up to it that hit me deep i got chills immediately as he said that i was like man i gotta step my game up (laughs) so it's not a a competition bro no it is no it is all right well i got two points connor that we got trust me we got tanner on this one (laughs) we'll text on the side but damn i think because of I used to chase perfection it helped me with the competitive side with working out and everything but I didn't take time to thoroughly enjoy the little things in life and it's both I it's however you want to take it and I love to be positive about it and it's sad to look back at it on how Sorry to interrupt you real quick. I just have to say, I actually ask you a question on top of that before you continue. It's like my thing about that too, in a different realm, but similar situation was then you're working so hard and you're trying to reach that end goal. But I bet you look back now and and wish that you sat back and enjoyed the process more instead of trying to chase, chase, chase. You're you're forgetting the present and appreciating the hard work you're putting in in the moment, right? Oh my God, that... That hits hard, and going off of that, it's no matter what it is, it's everyone's personal thing. You know, Connor doing acoustic guitar, you chasing after PT school, me still playing baseball. It's three completely different things, but for all of us to kind of have a mindset of 
enjoy the process and every little thing because those little things make you who you are later on and it's crazy right. how one little decision oh, can change your whole life your yeah. life could be completely changed and it's just something that just enjoy the little things enjoy the process because if you can enjoy the process it's going to make the end goal even better and it's going to help your mindset if you can't enjoy the little things then the end goal isn't going to be as beautiful and your time and how you carry yourself and go about things is going to change potentially for worse which is god we don't want that yeah so absolutely i would agree with you you. i gotta say by the way yeah sorry to interrupt Tara. i gotta say enjoy the little things because they make you who you are later is is a big one that that is a mindset that i am trying to adopt right now with all these new changes that i'm doing in my life Mm -hmm. so yeah gt that's that's a awesome perspective I, i'm so glad we're all on that same page and i'd love to hear more about what you're doing with your baseball too man like seriously that's that's a great perspective see was that the first question or second question you've that asked was the second so okay all right um, well yeah. does anyone have any closing thoughts where we're going to try to wrap it up here to to keep the time a little shorter but if anyone has any closing thoughts about anything over the episode go ahead and then we'll, we'll close it there i've I've loved every second of this, how we Mm -hmm. just talked about the little things. I felt like I've learned way more about Connor because for everybody listening to the podcast, I've met Connor once. Yep. I met him. Yep. God, how many years is that Seven. Now? It must, have been, it must have been seven it. years. Seven? <laughs> we are don't you, need to talk about it. Are yep. you sure it wasn't seven years. years? It took you a little bit longer. In I forgot about training. that. Seven and, years, um, baby. Just, but yeah, I haven't talked to him in so long. But now the little decisions in our life now have brought Con and I both back onto Tanner's podcast that we are now co-hosts of together. So it's crazy how those little things come together and how now – Tanner is both best friends. I know Tanner is my best friend in this world, besides my girlfriend. Shout out. Love you, baby. And, (laughs) you know, Tanner and Connor, I'm sure y'all are best friends as well. Yep. And it's something how the little things in life, when they add up, make into this beautiful art piece of life. And it's crazy. So. I agree, man. And it's it's like one thing that I really appreciate about you just getting to know you over this podcast too, GT, is like you 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 appreciate these things in the moment, you know, because when you learn to appreciate the little things in the in the moment and stop focusing on perfection, you learn how to be more present in the moment. And I, I pick up that vibe from you immediately. And so it's just been great to hear how you've adopted this perspective and I can hear it in the podcast. I mean, gosh, yeah, you said seven years ago, I, I vividly remember talking to you at that party now, like, and I'm like, Oh Oh my my gosh. So now we get to talk every week and it's, it's great because it's like this this perspective of enjoying the little things and enjoying the journey means that perfection is, is not the goal anymore. Now it's just, let's just be our best selves. And I love what you said, Tanner, just focused on being, the best version of yourself every day. That's such an awesome perspective. No, no wonder you're such a good guy, dude. Like 
that's he's that's all right. I, I don't give him too much credit. He's I, gonna, I'm, he's I'm already gonna, got a big head. He's gonna have to get a new cap size. I, I gotta make him blush a little, man. <laughs> I gotta make you both blush a little. Oh man, yeah, guys, this was this was phenomenal. Hey, <laughs> hey, I, I thought this was fantastic. I, I really like the the format of it and having the two of you on too, my closest friends i know both of your stories individually and you guys are starting to piece together the other person's story as well but mm-hmm. all three of us from let's say seven years ago when we first met to now and seeing how we started out trying to be this person we all went to college or try to pursue baseball or whatever our dream was back then seven years ago and we thought that was the perfection we're trying to chase and it's crazy how we're talking about perfection but but our perfection changed. Our view of perfection, the perfect life that we want, has evolved and adapted and changed within the last seven years. So if that doesn't say anything about the topic itself of how, you know, you don't need to chase this perfection. Love yourself. Love your imperfections, your flaws, whatever you want to, the happy little accidents, whatever you want to call them. Because even this thing you're trying to achieve now that you think is perfect, it, it will change or it, it may not be available in the future. So you're chasing it for nothing. You just never know. So be yourself, love yourself. I love these two guys with everything I got. I love all you guys for listening. And thanks again for tuning in for this episode of Let's Talk 20s, episode 12. Boys, we're signing off. All right. Pleasure. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, See guys. you guys. Till next Peace time. Peace out. Peace out. See Peace. you. Bye. Yo. Did he just leave us? Wait, is this supposed to be recording now? I thought I thought we were going to talk after. Recording. Shout out to everybody. Taylor, <laughs> All right, everyone, we love so you. So now we're you get bloopers. Yeah. We're still here, Connor and Wait, I. This is a low. We got the bloopers coming up Wait, shortly. I thought we were going to cam and like talk about it. Wait, I'm so confused. We're... <laughs> and now, oh, this is beautiful. Everyone gets the behind the scenes. Now he is FaceTime calling both Connor and I. Oh, he is. Oh yeah, Look he at is. This. Oh my gosh, yeah. I feel People like this, this isn't as efficient as us just chilling here after and him just like cutting off the recording. You no, know? I mean, you know what? Hey, people, for all <laughs> the like, if you want the lows on it, here we got the lows on Tanner. You want the DL, <laughs> dude? That's hello. Oh, we get to see his face. Holy oh, cow! And Tanner's what back. is going on? Tanner, Bro, he's alive. You bitches, and you weren't answering me. God damn. Well, we're, we're still, still recording, recording aren't we? Man, so wait, wait, what? Yeah, no, yeah. People yeah, are gonna hear are these still bloopers. recording, big man. <laughs> it says twelve seconds for me. Oh, dog, you says, are crazy. It says an hour for me. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, it says well, an hour. I'm, for I'm me gonna too. stop it now. <laughs>